One, two, three, four, five. Okay, everybody. <laughs> that was it. We counted to five. ASMR podcast over and out. Oh, don't know why that's so funny. I, okay, <laughs> I don't know talk. why that's so funny either. I just... on the internet welcome to nitwick the podcast about friends and video games and on tonight's extremely hot and salacious episode we've gathered up here in zach's room it's the perfect place to light a few scented candles put on some smooth jazz and enjoy completely wholesome activities with your very special friends hi i'm drew and i think that candles are nice and that's mm. it. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you know, are I, pretty I, nice. I 100% agree with your notion that candles are nice, especially scented candles, but um, not the ritual ones. Those ones are practical. Well, and those can be scented too. They're, they're more, yeah, they tend to be rather scented, but it's just, you don't like the smell. Mm. It's not a pleasant smell usually. Now, Drew, let me ask you this question. Are you... Are you using just regular old candles, or are you using like those essence, like you know, burning essence like sticks or something like that? Well, well, right now, Adam, I'm doing Surfs Up Candles Harvest Moon Edition, a, a wonderful soy Ooh. candle from Belmare, uh, New Jersey. So, um, see, see, Nitwick audience, you even got a mini candle review in here. Don't say right. we never did anything good for you. I, give I it also three wicks out of five. Six out of five. Yeah, I also have one called. Uh, I have a scented candle called the Library Scriptorium. Ooh. Um, um, by a company I'm forgetting the name of, but they make D and D themed candles, which is no. fun. I, uh, I, would, I would buy those actually. That said, uh, my room smells enough like books already. So when I lit it up, I was like, I don't really notice the difference. <laughs> this smells exactly the same. What would? They... Yeah, but you can get a bakery smell. Mm, mm, like bakery. a honey honeydew bakery or something like that and i want to try that one out because i hear that one is mm, magnifique mm, mm. you basically you smell like you're in a bakery and you're just mm. like oh so good i i would love that and and who is joining me tonight anyway who are you two in this in this in this uh, bedroom? Uh, well i'm adam what? um and what do i think is nice yeah what do you think is nice uh well, candles are pretty nice, but I'm trying to think. I actually had just, I just had a good one, but now I can't remember it. Oh. oh okay, no. I got it. Oh, okay. You know when you're eating, like, a piece of barbecue or a piece of meat, mm -hmm. and it's got, it's all, like, ooh, moist and juicy, but then there's, like, the little crunchy bits on the ends, and it's like, ooh, oh, that's so good. The ones that are, like, kind of just the grease and the fat, but condensed into, like, an espresso of flavor? No, man, just, like, it, like, it's just, like, the hunk of meat. And you bite it, it's but it's got like soft and chewy, but kind of crunchy. The fat? I don't know. I want, it was on my mind because I went out to lunch today and I had um, some like pork cutlet. 
Mm. And, like, one of the pieces, like, oh, man, this is, like, all soft and flavorful. But then I got to the crunchy edges, and it was so good. Mm. That is pretty nice, Adam. That is pretty yeah. nice. That's a, that's a weird one. I'm it's sorry. Odd. but uh, No, it's not yeah. weird. I, I, I agree. Well, it's not weird. It's, it's a good. You're yeah. weird, but it's not. Getting some, getting oh. some good grub? That's nice. Mm-hmm. Always nice. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> hi there. Um, we're sitting tonight. We're in my room. It's Zach, me. So, uh, what I think, what I think is nice. You know what I think is nice? I don't. Hmm. I don't know. I think art is nice. Just art, art, and artistic expression and the evocation of emotion, um, and specifically character art because that's what my Twitter is full of. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I feel like he looked over at his Twitter and was like. Yeah, that's pretty nice. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That's I, real... I, I didn't even bring up Twitter, but I, I did think like, what's what's nice? And I was going to go with chocolate, but then you picked another food item. And I was like, I got to pick something else. Art's nice. Art is Art nice. Is nice. Art's Art pretty is nice. nice. By the way, to go back one second to the scented candles thing, I just remembered I have somewhere in my closet a set of those like uh, uh, like candle essence sticks or whatever. Mm-hmm. incense there we go that's that's the, that's the word i was looking for incense the thing is they have they are a particular flavor and i got them at a plate at a japan expo can you guess what the scent is um do i want to guess um, you want to get i'll give you each one try okay the reason i'm bringing it up is because i found them yesterday and i couldn't believe i still had these and i also I'm super glad I got them. Can I get a hint? I want a hint if I'm going to have only one guess. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, so at Japan Expo, I found these anime-themed uh, incense candles. Uh, um, um, mm, um, I don't like where this is going. Gundam. All right, I'm going to give you five Gundam seconds and you just have to say your fuel. answer. Drew, go. Uh, Gundam rocket fuel. The, the scent of rocket mm, fuel. Nope. No, Zach. Three. Mm. Two. Mm. One. Wait, 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 wait. You can't just yell. High school classroom. Uh, no. <laughs> These as, uh, incense candles were the essence of goku or something like that what <laughs> i don't know goku branding all over them and it, it's like a it's like a cinnamon scent to it and it's like oh it's kind of cool i didn't know goku smelled like cinnamon well, uh, well like, you know what his name takes after a food doesn't it like like all the all the dbs yeah. characters are food i just thought it was really funny yeah a bunch of them named after food holy shit oh oh that you're tired sorry I just man. ate, and I just got finished cooking a bunch of food. Mm. And after we're done recording this, I have to immediately get up and go like cover all of that food. Yeah. <laughs> one of those okay, so one of those weird things about cooking is just like you get finished with it, and then you just gotta kind of leave it out for an hour before you can put it in the fridge. And I'm just like, uh, okay, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Well, well, gentlemen, we're here, and we we usually talk about video games. So you wanna you wanna just. Tell tell the world what you've been playing, your thoughts on it, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Has anyone uh, here played a just, video game in the past wanna, couple, couple weeks? I mean, okay, I'm seeing here. So first of all, hi Drew. Hi. I've, 
did they release the new Vampire the Masquerade? Oh no 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 no! Um, I've been playing. You playing the old one? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, to uh, to follow up what I was talking about on last episode, I had acquired Vampire the Masquerade, the OG, for my brother for Christmas, and mm-hmm. I have been playing through just a little bit of that, finding out more about what it's what it's like, what it's about, and um, it is very jank and very dated. And that makes it very endearing to me because it's in the Source engine. So like, it's really well written. Oh, is it? Yeah, no, it, it's it's like mm-hmm. an old Source game. Oh. So like, it it handles very. It's nostalgic for me because it reminds me of all those old mods I would kind of play back in my youth. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it also handles like an old Source game where like everything is kind of like very fakely put out and. I'll put it like this. Um, it's super well written, and like if you just pay attention to that, it's like a really cool, interesting game. However, mm-hmm. like the interactions themselves are a little goofy sometimes. Uh, for example, I went up to this one place to get some some sort of science fictiony device to help my good friend uh, who had been beaten up uh, get it back, and I had these like dialogue options to try and convince them that I was supposed to be able to go into this house and take this thing, and that I was part of their gang. And I failed that, and they immediately started punching and shooting me, and, like, ten people just knew that I was not supposed to be there, and they were, like, shooting through the house, through this one big glass window, and it was, like... (laughs) (laughs) I went from, like, trying to play it, like... (laughs) Listen, when when you just gotta shoot somebody, just shoot straight through the whole building. Well, like, think of it like this. This is, like, I'm having a little interaction outside the gate. And I failed uh-huh. the interaction because I guess my character just said, like, I lied. I said, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. And the guy was like, yeah, bullshit, buddy. And he just, like, mm. starts cracking, like, beating the shit out of me. <laughs> so I, I, like, stab him. And then just, like, guns everywhere. Like, just, like, everyone just knew because it's an old game and they don't really have, like, so it, like AI stuff. So, like, it alerted everyone? Yes. So every so... AI in the building was alerted to your presence immediately. And they all just immediately turned to you and started shooting. Uh, well, amazing. I was outside of the building, but yes. Oh, even so better. Started yeah, exactly. Out. Like, you're standing outside <laughs> of the fucking building, and the guy up front's just like, hey, you're not part of our gang, and beats the shit out of you. And then you're like, dude, what the fuck? And then everybody else in the house is just like, hey, fuck you, and just start shooting at you. Just like, what the fuck is this? It was very rude. So, it was very Drew, rude. Drew, let me ask. Yes. Um, well, I have two questions. One, what is the gist of Vampire the Masquerade? Because that's like an RPG that I've always heard about, but oh. I've actually never played or I've never actually seen any of it. Okay, I would um, love to answer that, but what is your second question? The second question is, um, what kind of prompted you to play this one? Was this a, are you getting ready for the sequel? Because there, there's like a second one, I think, coming out soon. So I, so, I was prompted... Or was this just, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I was saying I was prompted by the fact that I, w- I was in your boat. I was like, I keep hearing about this game, and it's supposed to be good. And and apparently it's getting a sequel, so I'd love to check it out. But I'm also kind of lazy, as you might know from video games. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brother got it for me, and it was like, well, I have wanted to dig into this for a while. So it's just a matter of it's there, I own it, and it's like something cool to get into. As far as what it yeah. is... Um, it's a really cool premise. It's basically you are a new a new little vampire. You done got bit. Um, yep. And you're basically trying to meander about vampire society in the modern age. So it, it's kind of like... Like 
you have to what year modern age uh like 1990s effectively it, a lot of the humor feels very yeah. like edgy 90s kind of um i like it the oh, role play gotcha. was, okay like, the vampire the masquerade role-playing game system released in the 90s <laughs> like, oh the it's based 90s? on a role-playing game okay yeah yeah it's it's based off of a uh, uh, uh like a tabletop yeah so white wolf publishing made a bunch of games um called uh like vampire the masquerade werewolf the something there's one about ghosts there's one about uh like mages or such they all take place in roughly modern times although by now it's kind of dated right it's like the 90s for us it's the jetson um, it's the jetson's effect yeah anyway so the the whole the whole general series is called world of darkness and there's two versions new and old world of darkness and vampire the masquerade is part of old world of darkness but now i'm getting into way too much weird detail please continue. okay so drew back to you Basically, it, 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 like Zach was saying, it kind of feels like what reality was supposed to be in the 90s, you know, um, like, weirdly enough, the atmosphere kind of reminds me of that Gargoyles cartoon, where, like, things are kind of, you know, gritty and dark and blah, 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 mm. and, and it's just, it's uh, well-written, it's very fun, it has yeah. the worst control scheme I have ever experienced in my life, and... Oh, dude, no. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you, uh... You, the way you're talking, describing it reminds me, um, maybe about a year ago, I went back to try to play uh, the original Deus Ex, mm-hmm. like the original, not Human Revolution, like the original original, because I really like Human Revolution. I really want to check out what this game was like. I booted up and I don't think I got off Staten Island because I was like, holy shit, I can't figure out these controls. These are hella jank. Uh, it is <laughs> very much that situation. I, I powered through it out of curiosity, um, but there's like... Mm-hmm it's it's very clearly something that was designed before modern computers kind of did their thing um and one interesting thing that i think you might like zach is it is absolute like the fact that it's based off of the uh pen and paper game like they you you can pull up your your character sheet and just like look at all of your many 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 stats and it's like oh man wait oh i'm sorry let me go look up the stats because i know the stats for the world of darkness system Mm -hmm. um uh vampire the masquerade so while zach looks that up Mm -hmm. drew are you going for a particular build or are you just kind of saying ah that sounds cool I'll, i'll do this uh, I have no particular plan other than uh, my current vampire character is he's like a mesh of like kind of a stealthy hacker kind of kind of guy. Um, I have mad computer hacking skills so I can use the terminal on the on the app in the game and it's very fun. And apparently I'm a part of a very particular clan of vampire they, they have all these like really interesting clans and like yeah. different clans have like different traits and special things they can do um i i forget uh mine i think has blood magic of some kind it has some kind of special blood magic that it's allowed yeah, to use yeah yeah blood magic blood magic blood magic well okay. it, it's proved to be very useful so far so i'm digging it i'm digging it there's also nice. apparently one that um they can you can eat rats in the game for, like, little bits of blood, but I think there's one clan that, like, is specialized at it, and they get, like, special boosts, but it's looked down upon in vampire society, so they're, like, like the outcasts or something. It, like, mm-hmm. the politics of the vampires are super interesting. Life. They've got, like, like the old school ones, they've got, like, this new rebellious little group. Um, it's, it's just, like, a really cool, they got well-thought-out the- world. 
and they got the okay boomers and the little shits running around actually they actually kind of do like they have they have a they have a, a clan called the malkavians Mm-hmm. Which are just utter fucking lunatics. Hmm. Which ones? I don't are know they? if Drew's come across them. You would know who they are because they're completely insane. Uh, He's saying they have. There's like one that's like very clearly like the bad guy group. Um, but I don't know. Oh, if no, it's no, no, the no. one you're talking about. No, these are people that are uh, the people who have seen too dark into the abyss and have now gone insane. Oh, okay. Like, I think I th- if you talk to somebody hmm. who spoke back to you in nonsense terms then that you're probably talking to a malcavian okay i don't i think they've been alluded to but i don't think i've run into them yet yeah so i'm just gonna warn you about them beforehand if you ever run into a malcavian uh they are insane and very dangerous okay Hmm. good to know they have have gained they have gained great power and wisdom from the world um unfortunately that came at the cost of their sanity hmm so zach have you like you're you're a tabletop man like have you i am a tabletop these these ones at all like i've i digital part i am not gonna lie to you i have been deeply tempted um to to run like some kind of campaign in vampire the masquerade as a system Um, i just don't have friends that are edgy enough to go for it because Mm. vampire (laughs) vampire is pretty edgy (laughs) i will say our friend group uh especially the ones that play DD, even when we're trying to be edgy it's kind of the we end up becoming wholesome edgy and like yeah i feel like that's not the right group the whole the whole thing with vampire the masquerade you literally have a stat in that in the tabletop system and in the the video game called humanity Mm -hmm. and uh you are the whole point of that game is is you are a newly minted vampire and you are going to slowly lose that humanity you are eventually going to become a monster well i mean it, um, it, it kind of feels that way it kind of feels that way not if i use all this humanity i have stored up zach i find that bonfire real quick i i feel like that was a dark souls thing i just i, I don't know maybe i missed it i'm sorry all right yeah it's whatever Adam, wait I'm sorry. What, did you, what did you say no I, no it's fine let's just move on what? no but i want to know oh no um i will end it with this zach if you want to do the pen and paper version i'm super down i cannot promise okay. i won't go full cheese with it but i i can i go mean i full cheese and have listen, a very good buddy. time with this system just so listen you know. there listen there's also the uh there's also the bruja the Bruja, I have no idea how to say it properly, who used to be philosophers or warrior poets, but then they lost Carthage, and now they're all anti anti authoritarians. It's just a whole, mm. it's just a whole clan of malcontents. <laughs> <sighs> that that'd be a really fun campaign of just sit around, be very upset about everything, but don't do anything. Just kind of no. brood about it. Yeah. So, like, here we go. Uh... They left in numbers to join the anarchist movement and are commonly leaders. <laughs> so one of the vampire clans is just we're we lead a bunch of anarchist groups. <laughs> like that's their thing. <sighs> yeah, no. So I'm I'm enjoying that. I'm uh, I'm going through on that. Um, aside from nice. that, you know, a little bit of Hades got a big old fresh update. That's nice. Uh, don't know if either of you have gotten in on that yet. Um, I have you know, not. I've been a little you, distracted. You, also, you got it. For both of us, uh, I think for Christmas, I haven't actually booted it up yet. Uh, I am I am planning to do that though. I a couple other games showed up, and I'll talk about those later. It's all good. Um, I just I I got the opportunity to buy my good boy Cerberus a nice comfy bed because they uh-huh. went in really hard with the like making your home nice angle. And... Yeah, I saw that. Is that new to the winter update, or was that already there? It was partially there, but it was very rough. 
It was mm-hmm. again, it's early access. It's an early access game, and they had like a, a few things you could buy, but they like kicked it into overdrive. Like, yeah. I can buy so, fancy chairs and fancy rugs and and like little wow. candles and little snacks for the um the the ghost chef that I get to mm-hmm. just wait feed. This um, is for Hades. Yeah, this is Hades. Yeah. and and Zach, you'll appreciate this. Hades. Do you did. pay actual money or do you gather? <laughs> no, no, like, you you build it up. Oh, okay. they they have a currency called a uh, like it's like it's no buying through tra- there's no like microtransactions. I I see where oh, you're okay. going. Don't worry, Supergiant hasn't gone evil. It's like just stuff in the game that you collect. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I mean, I, yeah, this seemed really cool. I will say, so Drew, wh- besides the uh, home decor, what else was in the winter update? Um, they have, yeah, they made a big stick about it. They have a a new god, um, Demeter she mm-hmm. uh the goddess of seasons and she seems to be quite cool um haha um is that because she's ice she's supposed to be seasons but i think it's basically ice powers her powers that you get from her from her boons are all about like either getting like lots of health or like lots of good stat boosts or being able to freeze people which they have mm. like a really nice effect for it um they added mm. a lot of new animations a lot of new assets again the game continues Wait. to look freaking beautiful um mm-hmm. it looks like they added a bunch of story content uh like new lines new like side character quests that you can do and the most important thing of all which i think zach you will appreciate they added Howdy. fishing to the game <gasps> they added fishing, fishing they added fishing, fishing. You can, oh my God. you can buy a special rod and Poseidon will be like, ha ha, yes, the rod. And there are little places you can go to try and fish for, I guess, like minions or something. And then you can turn mm-hmm. them in for like assets. I don't really know how it works. It's not very well explained, but it's there and you can do it if you want to. So, okay. You know, that's, that's a real one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also uh i did want to note that i i found a character sheet for vampire the masquerade like the uh-huh. old version um of the video game and i posted it in the chat mm-hmm. and <laughs> fucking matt replied to it but uh more importantly uh I, these attribute stats are straight up lifted from world of darkness and also from exalted which is another tabletop system uh-huh. and i'm pretty sure those abilities are too and the fact that they're listed as abilities and not skills which will bother me until the end of time um is also part of their system it's very very it hems really close to how this system works okay Hmm. okay because as far as i can tell it's like almost a straight pulling of yeah of the tabletop just oh yeah it is very much it looks like it's super super pulling straight from it i I appreciate Uh, the character sheet you uh chose the uh character i didn't even know i was looking at it until afterwards and then i was just like well now i have to share it oh god i mean it works nice to clarify to clarify for for everyone who's listening uh the character name for this sheet i brought up is called big titties zach hmm i wonder what they're about nice but yeah so, all right yeah. well back to hades for a second drew yeah, yeah, i'll tell you hades. what the most important part of the update i saw was what was that is that we're getting a new weapon yes and you know what i want what do you want is it is it the one i really wants? want thanatos's scythe uh I give me don't... his scythe as a weapon i have not run into getting that scythe i don't know what the deal on that is um I just well know so we have the at wrong. the end of the uh at the end of the uh winter update they said on March 10th they would be announcing a new weapon. Ooh. Uh, I think that was either in the patch notes or it might have been in the like the actual like trailer. Hmm. And at the end they were just like, "Hey, 
there's a new weapon coming. Stay tuned. I'm like, please, come on, give me the scythe. <laughs> It'd be really cool. It would be cool. He's got it right there. I just want to take it from him. Maybe he can just hand it to me. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Adam, if you play the game, if you play the game, it's possible. I don't think I it's in know. there yet, but, you know, maybe you can yeah. start building up to it. Maybe you can start learning the mechanics. Well, just give it a shot. I've only been talking I, about it for like two years now. I know. It, I feel so bad about it because I keep going like, oh yeah, I gotta play Hades. And then I'm like, what about all these other games I put on my list myself? Uh, uh, right. You know, I actually, I, I probably will start up Hades because I need something to play when like I some mean, of my other friends aren't on. Well, I gotta I got catch up with 14 and then I gotta play Indivisible and then... Hmm. Well, what you know... After that? I think after that I, I would be down for playing Hades. I'm, I'm glad it's in your queue somewhere it's somewhere in the queue like trust me i got a whole bunch of these things in the queue actually i'm not playing indivisible until they do that update that adds the last two characters in well that's that's smart. like that's smart. wait because i own the game already i can wait as long as i want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah in any case those are my games but i know you guys play hey. video games too has anyone else oh, played God, a video game project. this this year Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll pass uh, over to Zach. Zach kind of started it right there with catching up on FF14. Yeah, so uh, I've been playing some Final Fantasy fourteen. I've been trying to like squeeze it in uh, whilst not playing other things and or cooking. I've been doing a lot of cooking, but uh, so that's valuable FF14 time you're wasting by I cooking. Know, I know. Just, just I'm actually bone broth or something. I'm actually planning on uh reducing the amount of cooking i'm doing but i'll get into that with you guys on a personal note at a later time <laughs> but uh so in final fantasy 14 i've been playing through the Shadowbringers expansion i mm-hmm. got from like midway through my second run in a desert area uh, basically i got from like level 77 to 79 or mm-hmm. 70 i think 79 yeah i think i crossed over the threshold for that one uh and that basically got me through like a dungeon and then a few uh, just lots of like level questing and things like that uh fun enjoyable uh and what what class are, or what job are you running right now i play as monk i have never switched <clears throat> off of monk i started adam we literally started at 14 at the same time and i have not moved classes <laughs> fantastic <laughs> sorry me and adam started playing f14 at the same time actually we might have talked about it on this podcast when we started, but I think we—I think it was a little bit before. But yeah, I was—I uh, was, had like a free month for something. Uh, I actually yeah, own yeah. like a physical copy of the game because I did want to get into it. Um, but when I was playing it, or when we started, I just didn't have the time commitment to it. And now I really do want to get into it. Uh, it mean, looks a lot of fun. But yeah, we both started as monk. And I, I honestly can't believe you've never switched off Monk. Because... I, you know how much I love Monk. I can't, I can't like, give him any shit for that. Like, I, I get it, man. The <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. Ninety percent playtime tracer over there. I'm just saying, yeah. Zach. I so, understand your style. Yeah, You're a no, man no, no, who no. knows what he it, wants. Well, okay, so, so I don't. Basically, I never spend enough time in the game to level up other classes, which is one of the reasons why I stick with Monk. The other one is Monk is really fun to play. Mm-hmm. Monk, it is, is really the class. Fun. It is, it is the class, like, because I've done a lot of dungeons, I've done a lot of, like, uh, trial fights, I've done a lot of these, like, boss fight stuff, and, like, so often, like, being monk simplifies the game by a massive amount. It is basically just get into melee with the opponent and dodge the living hell out of all their shit. Mm-hmm. It, like, 
you just have to like get in there and maneuver around properly. There's very rarely an occasion with like with like casters and stuff where like positioning is a big deal because like as a monk, my positioning is inherent. I know exactly what I'm doing in terms of positioning because that all of my abilities key off of positioning. Mm-hmm. So I'm like constantly switching around behind the enemy's back. I never want to be standing in front of them, so I never get hit with the front attack stuff. Uh, and yeah, it's just like it's really fun to play. Also, I mean, like, if I fuck up, right, mm-hmm. no one's going to turn and look at the monk and be like, wow, that dude should have known better. Like, I'm pretty sure monks, I don't know if they actually have this reputation, but I just assume they have the reputation of being total idiots all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm good with this. <laughs> look at that I'm guy ungabunging his way through dungeons. <laughs> Just like, just look at this. Look at this dude. He's running through here, punching things. He gets starts fights early, and I'm like, yes, yeah, what I do? I got fists. I punch things. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Beautiful. So, so that's his question. Oh, oh, go ahead. Finish that. No, no, that's just that's just my opinion on 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 monk as a class. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you had a question, <laughs> I did. Uh, I heard an update about fourteen. I'm curious to see if it if it's gone live or if they're still working on it. Uh, I, I heard something up. that they're kind of looking to condense the main story a bit i guess there was like a bunch oh. of fluff quests and that they're looking to retool the main storyline quest so you're really more uh you don't need to do all the kind of extra bits because the main the game has a main through story yeah. you have to do and the way it de- deals it out are through like big story beats and these a bunch of these side quests are like kind of not needed or more padding mm. so i'm curious yeah that so, so that, basically. basically in between it tends to be, generally speaking, like, Heaven's Word onwards, like, each of the, like, uh, in-between quests are all really interesting and kind of fun to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a lot better about it. But between A Realm Reborn and, uh, between A Realm Reborn, which is 2.0, and Heaven's Word, which is 3.0, uh, Final Fantasy XIV had this, like, buffet of annoying fucking quests I had to grind through it because I started playing during Heaven's Ward, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I had to grind through that, and it was like, you're completely, you're totally leveled up. You have the maximum gear, and you're sort of like moving through these story beats where they have you repeatedly running the areas that don't have, like, good teleportation connections, which means you're just wasting, like, 10, 20, 30 minutes every time you play moving around between places. Oh, okay. And it just gets progressively more frustrating over time. And so that's kind of, like, where I'm at with it. And then, like, the regular main story, like, getting to 50 very frequently has you, like, return back to home base, which is far away from a teleportation point again. So there's a lot of, like, 2.0, 2.5, like, 2 2 to 3.0, like, those very early sections that are really feels, like, super, super grindy. Uh, but then you move on to like heaven's word and stuff and you're just like getting all the way up to max level is fairly enjoyable it can be slow at times but it can be slow and ponderous the maps are gigantic but but then you learn how to fly in each of the maps and you stop giving a fuck nice (laughs) those maps get way more fun when you start flying are we still waiting on that update or did that already go live um i don't actually know and i would have to ask uh Mm -hmm. allow me to ask right now 
Hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, I, you don't I'm need us right a... now. You can just you can just give us an update later. Mm. I'll give you an update later at some point. Yeah, right. but I'm pr- I think I think they're planning on implementing it. Hmm. What else you've been playing, dude? Uh, me? What yes, you. I've been playing. Oh my goodness! I'm so honored by your question. Uh, I have also been playing a couple of games, and I'll start with. Uh, the one I was playing most recently first, uh, Civilization VI. Mm, mm, yes, and I mostly just want to... You really like that game. Yeah, so last time we learned I really like it, and here's the thing. Uh, I was like, what am I going to do this morning on Sunday? I don't have anything to do until this afternoon. And I was like, Civ Six, <laughs> And so I did. But... Uh, so yeah, so that's what I did. Uh, there was a mod that I had installed that uh was fucking up my game but i got it fixed Mm. which was very nice okay and yeah overall did you did you make headway in any particular campaign like what happened in your civ 6 um so i played as the netherlands i started up a new game because this is my habit i'll like drop a game for like three weeks and then when i pick it up again i'm like i'm gonna play a new game Hmm. um but i played as the netherlands uh in my netherlands playthrough I have created a religion, and that religion is now has spread amongst the Mapuche, the uh, the Norse, and the Canadians. Hmm. Uh, it's not spread amongst the Russians yet, <clears throat> but I've surrounded them in my religion. Okay, you will not have us yet. <clears throat> yeah, they've they've started Eastern Orthodoxy, which is very appropriate. But I'm also like, <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> I will convert all your cities. Uh, I, I really just want to like lock down my continent. I don't even care about winning a religious victory. I just want to lock down my continent. Mm. Uh, mm. And so now I've started a religious war. Actually, I started an actual war with Russia. Um, primarily to uh, reconquer a city that they took to, from To play else. out current events. <laughs> Damn. Oh, look Hot at take. You. Look at you. <sighs> All right, so back to Civ Six. <laughs> back to Civ Six. Yeah, so back to Civ Six. Um, that's been a pretty fun game. It's been pretty enjoyable. Lovely, uh, lovely. I have recently learned the Netherlands are fucking bonkers mm. because of their. They get adjacency bonuses. Uh, okay. Uh, they. By the way, uh, update on the uh, square rework for the uh, the main story quest. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not going to be for a couple of updates. Oh, okay. So there's, right. time. there's time if you need those boring quests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you really want to grind your ass through the boring quests. Zach, I have to say, I feel like I should play more yeah. Civ just so I can learn, like, I don't know, just, like, all the interesting cultures that they pull in. Like, find out more about that. Like, I love the yeah, kind it's of, actually like, really educational angle of it. It's like, so there is, there is a fun educational angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, uh... So the Netherlands gets bonuses for being near rivers, and mm-hmm. then they get a unique tile improvement, which turns all their coast coastal tiles into really, really, really efficient farms. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's a very good civilization to have. Um, and I guess the other thing is is that uh uh. What was I playing before that? I was playing like as the uh the Poundmaker before that. I love Poundmaker. He's such a fun Civ to play as. Mm-hmm. You it's he's basically like a trade route king. He he is the oh, man who wants okay. a thousand trade routes. 
Um, uh-huh. Literally, every trade route you put out will expand your territory by every tile the trade route goes through. Well, what? <laughs> that seems really so, good. Uh, up to about th- up to three tiles away from each of your cities, so it doesn't oh, go okay. infinitely out. Yeah, no, no, no. You, you right, don't Zach, just randomly steal tiles. I thought what you meant is like build a trade route. Just get that tile now. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I absolutely really like uh, Civ Six for its. I, I like its systems, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but as always, that game is slightly exploitable, and I mostly just play it on prints because I'm just like, eh. I like playing this casually, kind of in the background, and I don't like exploiting its systems in order to like maximize my utility within the game. I mostly just mm. like I want to play a Civ, and I want to feel cool. <clears throat> kind of want to like uh, simulate it out rather than to like really get in the nitty-gritty yeah, of the mechanics yeah, and, like, yeah. run through them all. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. I, I have a couple mm. games like that where it's, like, I could go deeper, but I don't want to. Mm. I kind of just like it at this level. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Cool. So, so you playing anything else there, Zach, or is that is that what's eating up your time? Uh, Yeah, well, the last thing uh, that's <clears throat> eating up my time and kind of keeping me from playing Final Fantasy XIV in or a number Hades. of ways. Or Hades. Or Hades. Or Hades. Or Hades. Just saying. Just saying. Um, is, is Divinity 2. Mm. Um, which oh. I talked about this before, but I'm playing it with a couple of friends of mine. I'm playing it with Drew, Justin, and Ben. And uh, I don't know how this has happened, but we've been insanely consistent on this. And I've, I've played... I don't know how many hours we've played this game, but we've played a lot of hours. Mm. So... I'm at, Correct me wrong, I think I spoke with Drew at one point, and he said, like, yeah, you guys have been doing this for multiple sessions, and after all of this time, you guys are just now getting off, like, the second island of, like... So there are four acts in this game. Uh-huh. Uh, and the game generally ends around level 20, and we're, like, level 15 right now, oh, so... Okay. So you're getting close? Yeah, we're we're getting there. But, uh, but we're still currently in Act 2, and we have not finished Act 2. Hmm. but you're probably uh, pretty over leveled then if you're at 15 no you... no we're not act two is gigantic here's allow me to clarify act one gets you to like level eight or level nine okay uh, act two i think is about the same length act one is a fucking tutorial oh. that's like almost half your levels hmm. wow really yeah well it's called the tutorial island um how many because, islands like, are there it's not really like islands so much as it is like large maps so the first one is an island but the one after that that we're currently on is like just a large like map area Mm -hmm. um and uh again there are four acts so there are four of these maps and so we're just gonna you know wrap up that uh hopefully we'll get to some real serious plot shenanigans too <laughs> that's one thing that's one thing i've really i find really interesting about divinity 2 is like boy like the main quest of this game is split into a lot of smaller quests mm. i think because we made a bunch of custom characters it's mostly been a romp through random quest shenanigans mm. because i feel like uh if you pick the like characters the pre-made characters that they have I think that ends up giving you a much more sort of like interesting story in terms of like each of these characters have their own personal journeys to go on, mm-hmm. but we all make custom characters. So we get none of this. Uh, so, instead, we're just going from quest to quest to quest, sort mm-hmm. of like kind of following the main quest and also like occasionally like doing weird shit. And then like, you know, like just branching in a hundred different ways. And right now it feels like 
it feels mostly like we're piddling about, which is weird, but like, yeah, it's kind of what we're doing. It, is it a turn-based game or is it a real-time, like, you can move, like, Diablo-style Both. game? Both. Um, so when you're not in combat, you're free to move around wherever you want, however you want. Because I was going to say, what's to stop somebody from just running headlong into a bunch of danger? And just like, hey, so I've procked like five enemies. Have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so running, you can run around as you want uh, when you're not in combat. Uh, and then when you are in combat, it's entirely mm. turn-based. Now, here's the twist. Ooh. Mm. If you're sneaking around, if you're in stealth mode, which is a fun mode in that game, and you're not stealth in combat. Stealth is always a fun mode. If, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but like if you're like stealth around and you're not in combat, mm-hmm. you leave the combat turn order thing. Oh. Oh. Hmm. So you can Which just means, like sneak out of combat and just kind of... Yeah, so it's out? possible for you to do that. More importantly, you can sneak into combat. Mm. Everyone else kind of gets into position. And then you can you can just like get a cheeky ability off like right out, right out the gate. Mm. Oh, okay. That's and so of, like and then, it, then it'll switch to turn to the turn based one yeah and then and then you, and then you enter the turn order afterwards but basically like they allow you to simulate literally sneak attack hmm. that's cool uh which like an actual like a real genuine sneak attack that you're performing on somebody hmm. Hmm. nice zach i, I want to yeah. ask because like when i think of divinity i think of like a more hardcore version of skyrim is that like remotely accurate it's very different um so skyrim skyrim is you're playing as one character and you go about the world Mm -hmm. divinity is you're playing as a party of people okay and they're going about the world okay so it's it's D &D, but with like a video game around it kind of yeah and it's it's very much it's more in the the style like Baldur's gate but yes it is very much like it's dungeons and dragons with extra bits hmm. um if you ever played the dragon age games it's more similar to that oh okay yeah, yeah i think i have divinity uh, original sin the, the first one um mm. it's in my steam library i think i think a, a friend like bought the second one and then they got a free copy of the first one so i think i have that i might try uh, check that out at some point but not before playing hades hmm yeah so it's it's pretty fun um i would also say it like it takes a lot of time you have to put a lot of time investment into it and Again, like, I think the only reason I'm actually playing through and finishing it is because I'm playing in a group of, like, four people. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> like, helps. Like, we've all agreed to every Monday and Friday just, like, pop on and start playing. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm. so, I guess the most recent thing I did in that game was, uh, we helped give a skeleton lady, an undead woman, uh, the spell, uh, Corpse Explosion, uh, because that she was cursed into undeath. Uh granny rags and then didn't didn't specifically explain why she wanted the spell but it's going to be for good things only i'm i'm assured i i think she's gonna blow herself up oh there's there's yeah okay. <laughs> well zach sounds like you got a bunch of stuff yeah there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on sorry if i took too long on that one no you're good but you know what let's let's talk to our good friend adam maggleby bangleby it's me. It's you. So, what have I been playing? I have mostly only been playing two games. Um, so, the first one I've been playing a lot of is I am still on my way through playing through Super Mario Odyssey. Nice. Uh, I think I mentioned it on our 2019 review one, but I actually started 
Mario Odyssey like late December and beat it pretty recently. Um, and then I, it's one of those Mario games where like, how do I put this? So the premise is, hey, Peach has been kidnapped. Mario, go save her. But now you got to go in this cool airship that's shaped like a hat, and you got to go from kingdom to kingdom trying to save her. Uh, there's actually somewhat of like a really charming, engaging little story going on where Bowser is setting up a wedding for him and Peach. So he's going to all these kingdoms and stealing like some artifact from each place that oh. is like related to a wedding. Oh. So like in one area, he steals this giant like diamond ring, and the ex in the next uh, area or next kingdom, he steals a like a famous dress. So. Mario and his buddy Cappy, that's his hat, are going from place to place collecting power moons. Uh, hmm. That's the basic gist, basic Mario setup. That's a really good game. I'm kind of surprised, like, how good it is. <laughs> like, I usually like Mario games, so I knew I'd like it, but I'm surprised just how good Super Mario Odyssey is. It really did capture that, like, kind of the open world vibe you kind of get with Breath of the Wild is also here. Where it, you're kind of just dropped into an area, and then you can go and find like up like all of the power moons that are in the area, hmm. um, and so they range from hey help this person, or collect these coins to go talk to that dog and put your hat on that dog, and the dog will show you a treasure chest. Go, hmm. shit hmm. shit like that. Adam, but, I, I want to ask like what uh, what made you want to play Mario Odyssey then like. You, you have quite a catalog to choose from, and I, th I think it's been out for a while, hasn't it? Like, so... so the reason I wanted to play Mario Odyssey mm -hmm. was because, uh, you know, in December we had Christmas, and yeah. I got some cool games for Christmas. But you know what I didn't play? The game I got last Christmas. Oh. So I felt like I should. I see. Yeah. So I, I've, I've been holding on to Mario Odyssey for a while. Um, part of the reason I wasn't playing it was because I was still beating breath of the wild and i finally beat breath of the wild and then i said you know what i should now start my odyssey uh and at, at the start i was really worried that this game was going to take forever to beat but it actually goes really fast because yeah. uh in order to beat like the main like the main story you just kind of you need to collect a very small amount of power moons like each each kingdom has way more power moons than you could possibly need to actually get to the next one mm-hmm uh, and then you get that, and you unlock an ending. And when it, when you beat Bowser, because uh, that's how Mario games that's end. That's how they work. That's how they've worked for a uh, while. I, all right, I will say this. I won't say what happens when you beat Bowser, but that ending was really good. Oh. That ending, that nice. ending was hype as fuck. Hmm. Um, so, Drew, put that on a, another of your list for games to play when you get a Switch. I think you'll really dig that one. It's on my uh, list of games to play when I get a Switch, along with every other hype Switch game that's come out <laughs> ever. So, uh, what happens at the end is it says, hey, did you you beat the game? Um, but there's something extra if you uh, if you get another like uh, cap of Power Moons. Mm. And if you get that, it unlocks a second like new area for you. Ooh. And then once you do that, the game says... Why don't you collect even more power moons and then another secret area? Mm. There's like two secret kingdoms that get unlocked. Mm. Um, Do they continue I don't know the story if, uh, or is it just like cool bonus after game stuff? So from what I've seen, they're like remixes on previous levels. Mm. Like certain um, 
each kingdom has like these little warp pipes that you can go into and they contain these very like self-contained um like challenges the two secret levels seem to be like remixes of the last level and then some of these other challenge rooms so i feel like i actually don't know if there's story bits at the end of the second secret world mm-hmm. um but they do feel like more for like challenge stuff and mario games have traditionally done that where it's really easy to get to the end of the game but if you want to get everything you can still go out and get like the harder difficulty stuff it's kind of like i think it's a really cool like way of putting out your collectibles of mm. there's enough easy stuff for everybody if you want everything though you're gonna have to master this game and let me tell you this game is getting really fucking hard <laughs> oh <laughs> um guess how many power moons are in this game um i want to say it's mario 500 a little bit more i th- that was my high estimate um okay <laughs> So, there are 880 power moons in Super Mario Odyssey. Ooh. Damn. Oh. Damn. Um, I am at, like, 700 or so. Well, uh, well you'll get there I've been going through each. Yeah. I- I've actually put it down for a bit uh, because of the game I'm about to talk about next. Oh. But yes. Super Mario Odyssey. Very good game. I was listening to the soundtrack at work, and... That's a really good video game soundtrack. I felt like dancing the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's really upbeat and cool. Very groovy. Uh, very groovy. Very very good game. Hmm. Controversial opinion. Mario Odyssey is fantastic. Damn. <laughs> that's that's Damn. not a controversial opinion. Man, that's... who'd have thunk, who'd have thunk that yeah, a Mario game was good? Mm-hmm. Nintendo yeah. finally pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> After all these years. They spent so long perfecting that formula you know how janky it was when it started it was it was so bad oh, god yeah the, the transition to By 3d the way, was 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 rough those those mm. couple years for old mario yeah, i mean super so mario talented. 64 isn't one of the most beloved games ever but you know <laughs> so, so so what else you've been playing man what, what's uh, so, what's this this acronym i see here mhw oh boy so the reason i stopped playing mario odyssey uh. is because monster hunter world iceborne the mm. new expansion just showed up. Mm. So he, he's also stopped playing Overwatch to play this. <gasps> yeah, I, it's happened, boys. <clears throat> I've stopped Overwatch for a bit. Oh no! Yeah, Adam. So Adam, it's a hard life. Yeah, I know. Uh, Monster Hunter Iceborne is the late is the new or first expansion of the game, uh, and it follows the main quest line of the first game. The first game you're. You're in the new world, and you're trying to figure out the secret behind the Elder Crossing and why all these Elder Dragons are crossing to the new world and what's got them so spooked and why they're coming over here. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne is about, now that you've kind of established yourself in this new world, Some something is causing all of the uh, like changes in the environment or monsters are acting differently and they're migrating to this new area. And you go there, and the kind of big thing of this update is that there is a brand new zone to explore it's the hoarfrost reach uh it's really cool it's it's um kind of tundra-y snowy area uh it's i think it's one of the best looking zones they've added and you are there trying to unravel the mystery of what the hell is going around freezing all these monsters it better not be some crazy monster i tell you what 
Mm. Spoiler: It's going to be some crazy monster. Oh, I'll I, tell I, you what. I suspected I, as I much. I tell you, I, I, I tell you what. Mm. It's going to be. This is going to be a real crazy monster. That, see, that's actually what Monster Hunter World needs. Just some fucking redneck character. Be like, I tell you what, that Rathalos needs to get out of this place. Get out of here right now. I feel like I feel like it would fit in very well. Like based off of what I know of this Monster Hunter. Well. Business. Monster Hunter has and always will be very Japanese, so I don't think they're going to put some redneck yeah. dude in. I see. They they're... did put some surfer bro in there as your smithy, and I, he's pretty fun. Wait, for um, the ice what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of, so, check this, Zach. In Monster Hunter World, the base game, all of your facility dudes, you know, they have, like, little characters, and they'll you'll kind of chat and learn about them. Yeah. In Iceborne, they all move over to the new area. So the game's like, well, shit, we can't just have these facilities empty. Quick, make new characters. And one of the new characters they made is this, like, surfer bro blacksmith. He's like, bruh, what are you here for? Are you trying to get new weapons? And like, hang ten, dude. I'm here to get some weapons. That <laughs> oh, <it> sounds great. <laughs> um, so besides the new area, um, there are, this is their, their first... Basically, this is their 2.0. They've overhauled a ton of stuff. Like, a bunch of skills got changed. Every weapon got new moves, uh, which I was really excited about. Because some after you've played a bunch of this game, some of the weapons will feel like... You kind of get into a rhythm. Mm -hmm. So, everybody got new abilities and new tricks. Um, probably the biggest thing they added was they gave everybody a Devil Bringer. Yeah, what? You've, you've raised so, my interests. So... In Monster Hunter World Iceborne, and I'll, I'll tell you this, a lot of the changes roll back to the base game. These are base level changes, so even if you don't pick up Iceborne, you still get them. Mm -hmm. The Clutch Claw is one of them. Okay. Oh, so in, I, I, see. I see. In World, you have this thing called your Slinger on your arm, and it helps you fire different kind of projectiles to do stuff. In Iceborne, it uh, folds forward and becomes this giant claw. And you can shoot it at the monster and latch yourself to it. And you, like, drag yourself up and you can, like, rodeo ride the monster. You can attack it and soften its body parts while you're up there. Ooh. It's really fun. Um, there is even the actual Devil Bringer in that game, Drew. Oh, yeah. They got, like, some crossover stuff going on, right? Or There was a crossover event with Devil May Cry. And if you put the Dante set on, the Clutch Claw becomes a Devil Bringer. Oh, and it's like... <gasps> That I looks so it. cool. I want it. I I need a slight clarification as to what a Devil Bringer is. Oh, oh, oh Devil. Right. The Devil Bringer is a uh, Nero's arm from the Devil May Cry series. It's like a spectral arm he uses to reach out and pick stuff, up, like grab enemies and stuff like that. Oh, what? Oh, so the grappling hook has picked up the uh, that sort of capability. Yeah. Well, so in Monster Hunter, it's just like a mechanical claw. In Devil May Cry, it's a demon arm kind of deal. Oh, so you, oh god, you can drag shit to you. Mm. Yeah, you can drag shit to you, you can drag yourself to stuff. Uh, in Monster Hunter, you can only drag yourself to the monster. Mm. Probably because uh, You the are not that strong to pull these things big. down. It's quite big. Yeah. Uh, but I'm enjoying that game a lot. I was, I was excited, but then I got doubly excited when my favorite monster showed up. Uh, they added Glavinus into it, who is this giant armored t-rex with a great sword for a tail what, what is he from um, like you say he's your favorite is he just like uh like a regular character in these games or is he from yeah he's just a, he's a he's one of the flagship monsters from an old game let me see if i can find a picture for you uh, 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 uh. uh. 
<laughs> this is gonna sound great if our audio our audio only podcast. Our audio only podcast, yes. Yeah, that's uh This something. guy. Oh he looks Look sick. How... You see his tail? That's a giant great sword that he'll like he'll bite it and pull it through his mouth and it catches fire because like he's uh like pulling metal across metal kind of mm-hmm. deal. Oh. Yeah, listener, oh, just, just so cool. you know, this character, this big old monster boy, he looks very hype. He looks very Take cool. Take a stegosaurus with a giant tail that is on yeah. fire. He's like, a, he's like a T-Rex thing. He, he, this is a weird angle of him. Oh, oh, uh, I see. Okay, yeah, it is a big T-Rex guy. It's a T-Rex boy. But yes, boy. I am very much enjoying this game. Uh, I've kind of had to put Overwatch away for a bit, though. I need to jump on later and finish that event stuff. There's uh, a, oh yeah, like the the Lunar New Year stuff, the uh, the yeah. hot new I assume outfits and the like, or what's going on mm-hmm. this this time this time around. Yeah, it's it's like outfits and new cosmetic stuff. Okay, because uh, I know when I was playing, they had one, and a couple characters got new outfits. So I assume it's like filling out that kind of cycle. Mm. Mm. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much all I have to say about Iceborne. And I'll, I'll have more once i've gotten through more of it there is apparently a shitload of monsters that are in the game that i wasn't aware about Ooh. Uh, i thought i knew everybody who was in but every time i've talked to somebody they're like did you fight this guy i'm like who the hell is that guy <laughs> so, um, so there's lots to explore and discover. there's lots to explore and apparently uh i thought there was only gonna be one new like zone they added there's a second one somewhere in this place mm. so I'm really stoked. Hmm. Well, congratulations uh, on your sweet new expansion. That sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds really fun. Uh, and then the only other thing I've been up to is I've been catching up with uh, AGDQ 2020 yeah, yeah. and watching some fun speed runs. Hmm. Uh, so if you guys ever need something to watch or audience members, if you need something to watch or just want to see cool speed runs, AGDQ, good stuff. Hmm. Making all of the games you thought were super tough trivial and stupid okay i i have a, a quick question because i i know games done quick is most of it what's the a stand for mm. in this case like uh awesome games oh okay 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 cool awesome games done quick. so there's as far as i know there's awesome games done quick there's summer games done quick and winter games done quick mm-hmm. uh i think there's also a block called awful games done quick where somebody just pulls up these like very super jank and terrible games and plays through them i just watched a game called uh, jurassic park 3 (laughs) dino defender and i thought oh cool i I remember playing some of the old jurassic park games this would be fun this would be really cool that game looks like fucking math blaster and there's very little to do of jurassic park beyond oh my god a dinosaur for god's sakes the main character's in a space suit yeah so there's some there's some cool runs there uh there was a really cool run of metroid zero mission in there uh there is a Devil May Cry 5 run in there that it's an hour and 15. Ooh, that is impressive. Um, that is... By the way, Zach, there's also a run of Fire Emblem Three Houses that is about an hour 30. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw that last night, and I was like, what? Huh? And I don't I figured out how they, they do that. I assume you know, this is like, they... like glitch runs, like you're allowed to do like glitchy things or something. Otherwise, like three houses is like a big it's old not GRPG. it has nothing to do with glitches what? um what? it has everything to do with uh you can is actually so what they do they do a lot of things to shave off time from the game yeah mm-hmm. um and so one of the things that they do is when you do not need your allies anymore you just let them die in battle and play on classic mode so that you don't have to deal with them anymore another thing that you do is you just instantly end any period in which you're running around and also 
you can effectively skip every month. Hmm. Like, no. you can just skip to the fight in every month. Well, how are they leveling up their characters to stay, they're, like, leveled up? It's, they're just using the auto-level up system. Mm. Oh, okay, so they're not, like, specializing, they're just saying, hey, yeah. so, and it's, so, it's sort default. of, like, it just runs through every week. So, like, right? to, to clear this up, though, like, the winning strategy is to kill off your own team so that the rounds are quicker like i'm, I'm not sure i understand yeah so you have to take less turns <laughs> and you do the quick combat. yeah so like <laughs> so there's less turns that you have to cycle through and you could also make it so that the enemy's turns are just entirely skipped and you could also skip all the combats uh, so like okay. you can skip basically all the animations in the game and so I you can turn like each combat point, into you're light. Just like you're like losing all of the niceties of it being a video game though like i I would have yeah, to like, see the run to like maybe yes, appreciate it more. That it is, it, it's th- there's some joy in watching the level be beaten in like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Like they beat, like they literally use Claude to one shot the final boss in like two turns. Mm. Yeah, I'll say this: this is kind of true of watching any speed run. Um, and Drew kind of touched on this. There is something kind of uh it's weird because it's not, it kind of pulls the fun out of certain games like for certain speedruns, when you watch them and see like oh this is what's actually happening it kind of pulls out the game funny like funness of it because it's like oh okay uh but then at other times it's really like there's some some good feelings to see a game just kind of get broken over on itself hmm. like i was watching a game uh bomberman hero and when i was a kid i would rent that game and i was never able to beat it because i would just get stuck at some point I watched some guy do a run, and all he's doing is just these weird jumps. Like, he's not glitching through much, uh, except, like, here or there. And it's like, I can't believe he beat this game that fast. I feel like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Young Adam, you were stupid. (laughs) Why didn't you know any of this? Oh, I'm sorry, young Adam. Well, well, cool. Cool, man. That sounds like a good good bunch of video games we all played together. Or separately. Yeah. In the same time frame, I suppose. So, um... True that. So, I guess we have uh, we have what's on our minds, and then we've got... Actually, um, can we just get the, the Smash stuff out of the way? I kind of want to talk about that, if that's... Uh... Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's go for that. Okay. So, so, hello, people. Um, Smash got an update. Smash gets many updates with many new characters, and this particular one was very hyped, and I was excited to see Dante be added, and I think, Adam, you assumed Dante was being added too, right? Here, let me, let me set the stage a bit. So, on January 16th, uh, actually January 14th or so, there was a tweet that went out that they would be announcing the new Smash Bros. Fighter Pass 5 character, and that was kind of a big deal because after... Every other character in the pack, like, being some crazy, oh my god, I can't believe they're here, like, pick. Uh, whoever was going to be number five had a lot to live up to. Uh, and that was going to be on January 16th. Mm-hmm. Where Drew and I started getting really excited was because earlier in the month, the producer of Devil May Cry 5, uh, Matt Walker, put out a tweet that said, hey circle these important key dates for devil may cry 3 on the switch news january 16th january 30th and like february 13th or something mm-hmm. if you're anything like us you probably tuned into the fact that both those things line up on the same date which makes you think 
Oh my god, is Dante about to be added to Smash? Oh yes. And, and that would and there's actually quite a bit that was like backing up that thought because mm-hmm. there were like rumors of it. Uh Itsuna was asked, like, hey, what would you do if Dante was added to Smash? And he said, Listen, uh we can't really add Dante to Smash because there hasn't been a real Devil May Cry game on the Switch. Right after he said that, Devil May Cry one, two, and now a very like updated version of three are coming out. So people were like, Oh yeah. This is all coming together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just like as someone who doesn't own a Switch, I can only pretend to care so much, but because I play can like I can play Smash at other people's houses and it's like a big thing. It just kind of makes sense. I feel like Dante would fit in mm-hmm. very well with the Smash cast. Um, you know, he's cheeky, he's fun, and like if Bayonetta's there, like you know, I feel like he would qualify. I don't know. It Plus, just, it was like just a weird. It, it was. It was so cool because like your mind kind of raced. Like, man, how could they implement? Because of the way they've done all of the other like guest characters, like so faithfully. I was thinking, oh man. Devil May Cry 3, Dante's gotta be in, and he, maybe he'll have his, like, style switching, like, you can switch his styles to different stuff. because, well, like, when they announced Joker, like, a lot of the way Joker plays, like, feels pretty similar to what they would do with Dante, right? Like, he's got a gun, yeah. he's got kind of a sword thing, he's got, like, a hyper mode, or what have you. Like, mm-hmm. it all made a lot of sense. I, I feel like a conspiracy theorist, like... Oh, <laughs> dude, don't even feel bad. I felt like such a conspiracy theorist as well, because I'm, like... Oh, man. The dates are lining up. Too many rumors are kind of adding up. It, there was just something about it. And then, January 16th rolls around. And I'm going to tell you this story right now. Mm-hmm. The fucking stream was at 6 in the morning. Zach and Drew, you probably know this. I'm not that much of a morning person. Mm. Uh, it takes quite a bit to get me out of bed that early. Mm. So you were I, out of bed. You were waiting. I groggily... Got out of bed at 5.55, turned on the stream, and sat patiently. And the fucking stream starts with Sakurai being like, nobody knows who this character is. Even the people promoting it, they don't know who it's going to be because we kept it in such secrecy. And they'll only start promoting it until right after. Mm. And, oh, dude, I was like, my heart was racing. We're like, this is going to be so hype. It's going to be so good. And then... (laughs) And then he says, here's the trailer. Um, <laughs> I actually thought of, I actually thought of like Drew and Zach when the, when the trailer started. And the reason I did was because within the first second of that trailer, I can see like, cause it's just a horizon, mm-hmm. but because they've shown me so much of Fire Emblem Three Houses, I immediately recognized that art style. Oh no. And knew exactly who it was gonna be. Oh no. Oh. Like, like oh, yeah. Drew, uh, sorry, Zach could probably watch that trailer, and even if he didn't know, probably immediately tell just from like the art style, like, oh, that's yeah, that's how yeah, Three Houses was, does it. Really, skyline. Yeah. I knew. I knew it was gonna do. Um, something. Byla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it was really. I mean, I didn't uh, know it was gonna be Byla. I knew it was gonna be Three Houses, though. It was kind of yes. obvious right off the start, but. I don't know. I think it, for... Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fine with Byleth as a character. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, and to be fair, like... I, I don't know. Like, 
I, I'm not really thinking about new people to add to Smash. I don't. I frankly, I don't understand why people get so hot and bothered by it. Because uh, I guess some people get real, real hype about Smash. So, so here's the thing: it's because like because Smash has become one of these like, hey, anybody could be in here. It's kind of become like the the Hall of Fame thing of like, here's this really big game series that's in here, at least for Nintendo. And mm-hmm. it's again, it's fun to think about like. Now that they've opened the door for third-party characters, it's fun to think like, what if this character could get in? Um, I want to, I want to just correct you on that. I'm not hot and bothered by it. Um, I'll be real. I was, I understand why it was Byleth because one, Three Houses did super well for Nintendo. Two, I know it's a good game. It looks, it, it looks good. Um, they actually did three. They did some really neat stuff with Byleth's character. Like, yeah, I actually uh, really like how they incorporated the other house leaders i was i would have been a little disappointed if they hadn't and frankly mm-hmm. like that makes byleth one of the better fire emblem fighters it basically it's like that's a thing it's like byleth corin and robin are all fine and mm-hmm. then you get to the swords yeah i'd even say ike has a different play style than the other ones but some of them are just Mar- like a lot of them are this is a different flavor of marth well um, okay which... there's marth and lucina but then there's also crom and uh so but like Lucina is an Echo Fighter of Marth, that's true. So Roy was a copy of Marth in Melee and hasn't changed much. Crom oh. is an Echo Fighter of Roy. Um, Marth, Ike, Robin, Corn, and Byleth are like their own characters. Yeah, I feel like, and Byleth like, looks looks fun. Like frankly, he does. You could you could drop Roy and you could drop Crom, and that would make that would be fine. You drop Croy rom roy crom and lucina and then people would stop complaining about all the fucking fire emblem characters well like that's what i'm saying i don't know i i think the one of the things is is that uh at least over here like in the west maybe fire emblem isn't as big but it's pretty big over in japan so i i mm-hmm. see why there's it has a lot of rep- representation mm-hmm. um i am glad that it wasn't just another generic sword character um so kind of what i said a sword when character well, he is, but he also has, like, the other elements yeah. that make him yeah. not just another sword character. Uh, so what I'll say is, the reason I was disappointed was because I was expecting another third-party guest character. Because that's what they've mm-hmm. done for every other DLC character. Yeah. I, was like, I, I simply wanted wanted Dante in more things. I wanted there to well, be... Well, you'll I, I never get Dante in little, more things. A little video that said, featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. Well, you I know, just, they're adding, they're adding six more characters to Smash. Dude, let me tell you this right now. I feel like that had to have been a calculated thing to add <laughs> on to that. Because the fucking weird response Byleth got from being added, like, if that was it, that was a really bummer. I am glad they said, hey... Season pass two with six more characters. I'm like, mm. yeah, maybe it's yeah. like, like a teasing I feel like thing. they're just gonna like. Here's, I think here's what their plan is. I think mm. they're just gonna keep adding characters forever. Hey, that's what Sakurai said he was up for doing. He's like, ah, I'd love to work on it, but I do hope Sakurai gets to rest at some point. That man's yeah, I know, like, like kill himself my, on Smash. <laughs> my thought, my thought on this is, let Sakurai rest. <laughs> let him heal. Let no. him heal. You must use him until every last drop is gone. Then throw him away. It's the industry I mean, standard. He can rest. They can like have like someone else take over for just just a little bit while he takes his nap. You know, like you know. Uh, another, I'm imagining how another director. I'm imagining how Sakurai being like, like, hey guys, season pass two. Like Sakurai, 
your time your work is over you may rest finally and he like falls back arms crossed and just fades away until he rematerializes to work on another character <laughs> oh my god oh. it's not like igarashi who would just like poof into a van it poof into a bat and fly away mm. <laughs> but yeah so uh, again I think Violet's pretty cool. I kind of wish the other house leaders were there. I really... I mean, I like that they're on the map. I do too, but... Dude, alright, check this. Pokemon trainer, Byleth, where you just sw- swap between all of the swap house leaders. You be- sweep between the yeah. three house Actually, leaders. Actually, speaking of, did you know... So there's, there's an expansion coming out for the... Uh, for Fire Emblem. For three mm-hmm, houses, mm-hmm. Um, and that in that expansion, apparently, what it's going to happen is, uh, you your you will be playing as the like Ashen Wolves, and all three of the house leaders will all all three of the other house leaders will be on your team. And I'm like, what? Hmm. They're all they're all going to be on the same squad? How's that going to work? Because as, as far as I know, that doesn't end well for them. Yeah, well, no, I think it, it's because like. It's just like a side story that takes you through. Like oh, you don't really go through. It, it's not. You a may or may route. not go through the months, but it's like a total like side story thing. Is it supposed gotcha. to be like late game content? Like no, 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 no. It's it's meant to be. It's meant to replace the early section of the game. Oh, okay. Because I was reading it kind of like like late game of like some some TV shows where the good guys and the bad guys all come together or they settle their differences and and now they become like a hype no. team or something. As far as I know, it's they're all pretty cool with each other in the beginning, but then something happens that they're strained or something like that. Um, I would say most accurately. Um, Remember, don't spoil shit. Yeah, it's it's kind of like they're all sort of they all act politely towards each other, but there's like a lot of like hidden feelings oh there's like some like hidden hostility there's like i mean there's like of of the house leaders like one it's not so much hidden hostility and more who the fuck are you but other than that like there's like hidden sort of like oh things going on and that's that's the whole vibe you get from the first section of the game is Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. everyone's being nice right now or like everyone's everyone's being cool right now but like, there's a lot of like hidden resentments and feelings and things like that. I'm getting a um, a season one Game of Thrones vibe, which I'm super down with. But... Yeah, that's that's the first half of the game, <laughs> oh, and no. the second half of the game is the war has already started. And oh no, everything's out. It's kind of like cards on the table. Like, <clears throat> what are you gonna do? Mm. Who flipped this table while we were still using it? Uh, so let me ask oops. this one last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's not a question. I just thought of it, and I realized I said that wrong. Did anybody catch that? Like Sakurai is a super, super big Fire Emblem fan. Yeah. But the thing that caught me was at one point he's listing off in chronological order every Fire Emblem game. Yes, he went and, and it, all he's of counting them. in binary. And there's a shot that's floating around of him. Yeah. Literally flipping somebody off because that's how he's counting in binary. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, why, why, why is he counting in binary? I don't understand that. Oh, uh, because he's counting a lot higher. It's just because he's he has to count up to 14 games or so, Drew. Oh, so he's and doing, he's, just, oh. he's just he's just counting, but in one shot he just has like it's the finger up and like that got screen capped everywhere. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it, it's sort of flipping off, but. But Sakurai actually has a really interesting way of... I actually really like his, his way of counting. Um, 
Like, he basically uses his fingers to count in binary. Hmm. No, no, yeah, I'm, it's I'm like trying zero, it out now. One, it's kind of interesting. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. four. Fork you. But then, like, how do you... Oh, cool. Cool. I like it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, okay. So, audience members, if you want to learn how to count in binary in your hand, go watch Sakurai list off he... all of the Fire Emblem games. Hmm. And, then, and then he actually turned around and explained how to count in binary. Hmm. Wow. That actually struck me very weird of like, why are you telling all this? Just get to the point. I'm about to turn this stream off. I'm so tired. I feel like I feel like Sakurai was just like, man, I think people are going to find it weird. I think he felt the need to explain himself for something he probably didn't have to explain himself for. I did find it weird that he was explaining to the audience what Fire Emblem was. And it's like, bro, I know what a Fire Emblem is. Just let's, let's get on with it. Hmm. Yeah. And let's us get on with it to the next section. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, for our next section, it's just a quick little what's on everybody's mind, what's been going on for us. Um, I will start off and say, my computer died, and I'm going to be looking up computer parts for the next couple weeks. So uh, I'll be ready for Cyberpunk, apparently. So Nice. Yeah. There you go. You have an updated computer for Cyberpunk. Yeah, silver linings. Silver linings. Uh, right now, it was like... I was trying to save it. I was trying to keep it going, and it's uh, it's just exploded on me too many times. So, hmm. so that's what I'm going to be chit chatting about over the next couple weeks. That'll be my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should check out PC Part Picker. Oh yes, um, they're oh, yeah, they're really PC good about it being able to help you put together a machine. Um, I think they have the I think they're the website that basically has a. Uh, Oh no, it's not PC Part Picker. No, no, it's I, some I, other I've website. I've used them. I've used them, and what I, I appreciate about them going on them now is they actually have like just like basic builds that if this is the amount I want to spend, I can just directly go for that build versus like getting individual pieces and kind of calculating well, it myself. Is that PC Part Part Picker, is. or is that a different yeah. one? I believe but, so. Um, okay, there's a few different services, but I know yeah. PC Part Picker will do that. Yeah. That's that's kind of how I built mine. Uh, I went to like, how much do you want to spend? Like, I want to spend this much, and then they said, here are all the parts that are compatible. And then like the comments uh, section is full of people who are like, well, no, actually, you could do it like this, and I don't trust them nearly as much because it's like. And then you respond with, well, no, actually, shut up. <laughs> I mean, it's just I I want to avoid like the like, hey kid, come over here. Here's a here's a shortcut to get an even better computer. Yeah, yeah. Just, just trust me. Trust me, because it's like you know, it's an online person. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's just like a quick little thing with me. Otherwise, uh, you know, game wise, I don't know. Been been thinking about Metroid a little bit. Just thinking about Metroid. <laughs> not a whole lot to say there. Just I found uh, I was going through my room, getting rid of some old stuff, doing like a little uh, renovation, I guess, and I found uh, the old Metroid Prime. Uh, disc case and I just like kind of flipped through it and it like I just really liked all the fonts and like weirdly sci-fi stuff they had set up for it and I don't know it just made mm-hmm. me kind of nostalgic just like having a good old like oh yeah video games are cool moment that's cool that's good video games yeah it is good video games yeah it is good video games yes well, some um, good games but, but non game related stuff oh no sorry. um I know I'm getting ready for a trip to Japan yeah. in March yeah yeah so I'm getting all that stuff situated. I'm going to be going to Tokyo and Osaka. Uh, got the plane tickets, the houses and stuff, the Airbnbs we're staying at. Nice, nice. Um, so it's, it's going to be fun. I'm really, really stoked for that. Um, 
it would actually be my first time traveling internationally, so Whoa. I'll have a lot to lot to figure out. Dude. Apparently, as a friend told me, Adam, for your first international flight, you've picked literally one of the longest flights you could possibly think of. You know, actually, which is going I, from... if I may, like, that was kind of the hardest part for me was just the very long flight because, you know, I'm like a tall person, um, so you will probably face similar pain. Um, so bring a pillow, I suppose. Um, I don't know, man. Just good luck. Uh, I'm loading up the, the iPod with some podcasts, getting the char- the Switch charged up. Mm. Hell, maybe I'll maybe I'll. Ooh, I could play some Hades while I'm stuck on the on the plane. Can you? Yeah. Do they have a like a a build for Switch? No, but I could bring a laptop with it. Uh, Not my current laptop. My current laptop's fucked. Oh no! You're having computer trouble too. What happened? Oh, I've ha- been having, dude. I've been having computer troubles for forever. This machine should be dead. If you if you even so much as breathe on the power cable. The socket is gone and it will like turn off. Oh no! Oh no! That sucks. Oh jeez. Well, I'm excited. This is the one that I off. used to have when we were pl- we were building uh, shoot 'em up pew pew. Oh, you that so, one? The thing? Oh, oh yeah, that no. one. Dang. That one's still kicking. It's missing pieces. It's like falling apart. Does, yeah, I need a new one. Does it still like oh, run boy. games solidly? Like, is it? I don't know. I haven't played a game on it. For well over two years now. Okay, maybe it's time. It might be time, Adam. I'm, I'm just going to be as upfront with you as yeah. possible. Yeah, dude, you might need to get a new lap top. Mm. Yeah. What are you going to do in Tokyo? <laughs> what are you going to do in Japan? What are your What are your hopes and dreams? Oh, well, so I actually don't. Uh, my buddy Josh is helping kind of put this together. So he he has some places he wants to go. I'm checking with some friends to see if there's places uh, I want to go. Um, and it's really just kind of low key. We're just going to a couple of the different uh areas and just exploring and seeing stuff we're going to like Shin, uh, shinjuku shibuya uh i think he wanted to go to akihabara for a while you should definitely go over, to akihabara uh and That's... then we're going over to osaka for a couple days nice nice i feel like i would go to akihabara to like gawk and then i would leave yeah and i think it'll be fun to go there to like maybe shop and like see stuff uh, what's the problem like it's a i lot. think i'm from what I know, like, going to Akihabara, like, from what people have told me, it's really expensive there. Uh, like, they just, they, they overprice everything by, like, one and a half. You hmm. know, like, you're a tourist, it's, it's just the most anime thing you'll see. It's just very... Yeah, well, that's why I said you go there and gawk and sort of browse everything, and then try to find those the actual items in other places later. Part of what helped it for me is because, like... I'm from the Bay Area, and so are you. Like, that kind of helps with the fact that, like, we kept hearing, oh, yeah, prices are really crazy out there. But compared to kind of, like, the general living situation out here, it it didn't feel too bad. So, Hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to to see stuff. Uh, We'll we'll see if I pick much stuff up. Uh, I'm trying to make sure I'm not lugging too much around with me. Hmm. Um, I think Josh is already trying to figure out places to go eat. To, like get the good foods and stuff mm. i know he wants to go to this place called golden guy which is like this street of just a bunch of bars and stuff nice. that should be fun nice nice but yeah that that'll be fun that'll be cool dude that'll be cool dude make sure you, you know what i you probably already know like all the things you want to do just i'm very excited and if you want like tips and stuff let me know because like tokyo is cool and so is the entire country yeah <laughs> the only thing that's put a damper on this whole thing 
is that fucking virus in China right now that, that I was like thinking about like damn I'm gonna be on a giant ass plane with a bunch of recycled air aren't I did not sensationalize anything there have been i there have not been many reported cases in china and i uh, sorry in uh japan mm. so i don't i don't think it's going to be a risk they seem to all be in china i um, i'm sure you know if any safety needs safety precautions need to be taken they will take them i mm-hmm. yeah so i'm not worried about it it was just one of those could you not have done this in like april could you could you just have waited <laughs> But yeah, that's that's pretty much what's been something on my mind. That's exciting, man. Good for you. Yeah. And then, Mr. Zach, bring us home. What's what's on your mind these these lovely few days? What's going on with you? So, so. what have I been doing? Yeah. Uh, I've mostly like been trying to like. So I've been doing a lot of cooking, which is unrelated to games entirely. Hmm. But uh, but that's what this part's for. As I know, it's a fresh form. I've been learning how to cook, and it's been nice. Uh, but it's also taking up a ton of time in my life, and I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, I want to reduce the amount of time I'm cooking because I think I've gotten myself to an okay level. Mm. Like I, I'm competent in a kitchen now, mm-hmm. which I was not before. Were you using like a cookbook to just like pull out recipes, or were you using uh, so like one of those kits and stuff? I was using something called HelloFresh, which is basically like a box that they send you in the mail and has meals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just weekly you get a bunch of meals uh, and i've been cooking from those but i've i've gotten more and more confident with my ability to cook um my lunches for the weeks which i don't use that for mm-hmm. and I've, I've done more and more interesting things with that and so i think what i'm gonna do um is i think from now you know going forward i think i'm gonna do something closer to kind of what my dad does in that i'm probably gonna do like a meal every sort of like on sunday do like a really big meal mm-hmm. and then use that for my lunches through the week and then on like monday or tuesday depending on when i run out of leftovers um turn around and like go do um like go do some other like basically like make another big meal that'll mm-hmm. last me that'll get that'll cover, kind of cover my dinners for the rest of the week and yeah. that way I'm only cooking like twice a week rather mm-hmm. than right now where I'm cooking four that's, times a week. That's kind of what I do. I I, yeah. I usually do like a meal prep thing on Sunday so I cook all of the foods mm-hmm. I'll have yeah. for my lunches throughout the week. Uh, it's yeah, kind of nice yeah. in my job because I only have – I'm really only cooking for three lunches. Uh, but I'll just usually like steam a bunch of vegetables and get like a rotisserie chicken and cut that up. Um, yeah. So like what I did this week – well, the thing is that I wanted – like I, I was – I was kind of at la- that level with what I was cooking before and that I was basically just baking chicken with vegetables every week. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want to eat something that's like, not this. Mm. <laughs> like I want something a little to... bit more. Are um, you trying to dunk on vegetables and chicken? I am not talking about vegetables and chicken. A healthy diet. Mm. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like, I want to be able to cook things, you know, I've always no, felt I bad totally about, get you. about, about not being able to like cook something that's like more interesting um than what i had been able to previously yeah. uh that's what the meals were for and so like like for instance tonight i cooked uh i put i cooked my hello fresh meal which was the the pork ragu rigatoni which was pretty good and then i cooked up this like giant fucking pot of tortilla soup nice um so much so that like i have a bunch extra that i'm gonna be eating for for i don't even know where forever I'm eating it i'd like tell my dad to eat it because i'm like because of the hello fresh meals right so like 
so that's the thing is that like i'm getting to the point where i'm like cooking a bunch of extra meals and having extra food for my lunch for for my weekend stuff that i don't eat during the rest of the week because i already have food because i already do the hella fresh thing yeah and so for me it's just like i'm just trying to to figure out a way to kind of get a better handle kind of a better sense of yeah Mm. no i i kind of was doing a similar thing where i uh the the chicken and vegetables are just for my lunches but every maybe like every other sunday i'll cook dinner for the family i think the last Mm -hmm. one we did was like a london broiled potatoes and um broccoli and brussels sprouts and stuff and that was actually turned out really good uh, I actually learned how to cook like grill salmon <clears throat> recently. That was really good. Nice. Yeah. Um. I'm not as see the thing is I'm not as hot on salmon. Otherwise, I'd, I'd be real into it. I've gotten really good at chick- cooking chicken and like chickpeas and like mm. like uh that kind of stuff. Drew, what but, uh, what are you cooking these days? Uh, let's see here. I got some pork chops that I've been playing with. Um, that's been oh, a delicious change of pace. Um. Oh right, because I was I was being Sorry. like very healthy Plus, and trying to do like yeah. salmon and chicken for a long time, and then I was like, you know what, this looks real tasty. Let's go, let's roll, and that has been delicious. I've been throwing a lot of hot sauce with it and just you know having a good old time, having a good old time. Yeah, one of the other reasons why I wanted to get into cooking is because fast and easy food is like all meat and carbs. It's true, and so. I was like, I gotta get vegetables in my fucking diet somewhere, hmm. and so that's part of the reason why I've also been, yeah, that's that's cooking. Mushroom. I usually yeah. that's why I like the steaming vegetables because it's really quick, and then there's not a lot of extra bits on them. Like there's no uh-huh. extra sauce or something like that. It's just the vegetables. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that. Yeah, hmm. I'll tell you. Maybe seem like a huge dweeb. Uh, the reason I got into cooking was one for health stuff but mostly because boy all of the cooking you do in breath of the wild sure looks good <laughs> and i want to do that that's why the first thing i learned how to cook were meat skewers oh my god Video games teach you valuable life lessons or at least hey man, it's like how motivating him to do value when we no, got out of serious. persona 5 i was like i really want to get into coffee and so i did hmm. there you go there yeah you that's how you do it there you are yeah 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 um anyways the other thing i've been doing is oh man D &D campaigns Mm. i i've i've started ramping into uh doing doing more for the uh the campaign that adam is part of oh good and i've been working on that i've also been working on the other active campaigns that i'm running zach when are you gonna work on our campaign the one that hasn't had like a session in in a month uh you know when they figure out a day then I'll know when to start planning. <laughs> Tuesday. Like, listen, when you guys have a session date, then I'll know when to plan for it. I'm Zach, just... it's due Tuesday. I want the session figured out by Tuesday. <laughs> I listen, Then I'll do it. I'll fucking do it on Monday. Like, fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Do it live but on yeah, Monday. like, but yeah, so I'm doing a lot of that. Um, and that's actually been really fun. Um, I didn't. sounds like you done i think i've already talked about it before but uh like i commissioned some like custom art for a character that's going to show up in the campaign for one of the campaigns and uh i've also got like uh some interesting ideas going on for for the one adam's in um and our current like wednesday game is drew's weird one shot that he or yeah we're doing like a one shot thing we're all chefs Hmm. Cool. It's, a, it's gonna get a little wild on wednesday but 
but yeah so like i don't know it's just it's really interesting kind of like ramping back into that it's also mean that it's it's detracted a lot of time from me playing the video games mm. yeah um and so like i i might just try and like cut out overwatch entirely in order to squeeze in the other things i want to be doing well, don't worry continues. overwatch will still be there and then I you'll know. have Overwatch watch too maybe i know like i i i don't know sometimes i really want to dedicate more time to playing overwatch and like getting really good and getting into competitive and stuff but then i'm also like there's other things i could be doing with my time mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of where i hit with overwatch as well it's like like i said it's become more of a social thing yeah, yeah like yeah, and with yeah. me that's... like i don't know like it's time consuming and i don't know like you guys tend to play at like uh do you guys still play around like nine or ten like yeah we play at late hours nah, yeah just not my you life. guys start at like 10 p.m did i tell you i shifted my sleep schedule so i could play with you guys well partially shift it back and get get that healthy sleep mm-hmm. oh no it's not like i lost sleep um well all right well we all i think i think it's time i think we've had a good yeah. lovely session of discussions of video games and tabletops and food a lot more food talk than I thought we'd have, but yeah, I'm down. Yeah, That's well, nice. I mean, it happens. Well, actually, Zach, do you have um before we leave your bedroom on episode sixty nine? Do you have yeah. any uh any nice lessons for us to just send us to our to our whatever we're doing? Well, thanks for asking. Anytime. And now it's time for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson, when you're cooking a uh, tortilla soup, you have to remember to add an ass load of spices, or else it's just not going to taste that great. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Zach. And I, Thanks, Zach. I subscribe to that cool that school of cooking of throw spices <laughs> until it tastes okay. It's Yeah, that's, it's that's what I've learned. True. What unit of measurement is an ass load? Uh, Do you really like, want to know? I had, I had like a tiny jar that I got from like a custom spices place that Drew and Haley took me to. Uh, that was a fun day. But uh, and then I just took half of it and threw it in because mm. it's it's tortilla soup. Like it's it's just a fucking soup. Mm. Hear that, audience? That's one ass load. <laughs> well, that is our lesson of the day, and that is our episode lovely listeners if you liked what you heard you can uh, leave us comments or say hello over on twitter over on facebook or at team nitwick at gmail.com that's team n-i-t-w-i-c at gmail.com um this week's music was by the lovely pro leader and if you like him you can check him out over on his Bandcamp page um tune in next month when we'll be talking about something lovely and video game related and on that note, yeah. I'm good. You guys good? You guys got anything you'd like to say to the listeners before we take off? Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, listeners. I gotta go get my laundry and clean things up. God, there's so much things I gotta do. Goodbye. Bye.